This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. It's nearing the end of the year now, and so I want to take some time to do a little bit of a retrospective, mentioning some of the highlights of my year in review. And I also want to remind you, in case you don't remember, we do have a tool available on our website if you would like to have a planning tool so you can plan your next year from a business perspective thinking about what's happened this year thinking about where you're going next year and what you want to commit to so let me just give you the url for that which is www.transleadership forward slash future and that's for your future focus planning tool so you can actually get that and be ready for the upcoming year. And as I was looking back at the year, and it's important to look back before planning ahead so that you can see the ground you've covered and also what's remaining to do. And as I was looking back, I was looking back with a lens and with an eye of thanksgiving. And so there are 12 things in particular I want to mention specifically There's always more to be thankful for, but then we'd be here all day. So I'll just mention 12 specifics. Number one is just for life itself. I know this year there have been so many friends of mine, close friends who have died. Weekly, 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 friend after friend after friend. And I know I said last year that a lot of people died as well. It was a little more sporadic, though, in last year. It wasn't every single week one or more people. This year, deaths have occurred every single week. And for one period in this year, they occurred every day for a month, minus two or three days. So that's a lot of loss. And not just of remote people, but of people who are in my close-in circle. So when I think about the fact that I'm still here and that I'm alive and well, that's number one, something to be thankful for. And if I didn't have number one, then the rest of the items on the list really wouldn't make much difference. So that's number one. Number two is having the ability to work in a virtual context and still to make a significant difference for my clients and those who I'm working with. There are people who I'm coming alongside as they are making selection decisions. And we know that this is a challenging time for businesses and finding the right talent, finding the right people. And so that's a useful way to spend time is to help a client think about who do they really want right now, who they really need, And how do they really attract that individual? So helping some with selection decisions, helping others just to make tough and difficult decisions in this climate of the pandemic, in this climate of vaccine mandates, and so many other variables that are affecting business beyond the usual variables that affect all businesses at any time of the year anyway. So we've got some extra things in this year. 
Also, coming alongside people to work on succession planning, thinking about the future of the organization, what talent, not only do you want to select, what talent do you want to develop in the organization, and who might you be thinking about for key roles down the line, and what do they need to know, what gaps need to be covered so that those individuals are ready in the organization. And if you are an executive leader, and it's time for you to be thinking about your next chapter and what's going to be next for you, you want to leave the organization in a great place. That's part of leaving a powerful leadership legacy. So I'm just delighted that I am able to come alongside my clients, even in a virtual format, and still have that impact and still make that difference. So that's number two. Number three is normally I would be traveling significantly and i'd be traveling globally to different countries where i have clients and so on and what i've been excited about is that i still have been able to maintain and even start up new global relationships and partnerships because of the way that we really are connected through the internet in the current environment and so the international connections, the global connections don't have to be sacrificed and are not sacrificed. In this time, I actually have added to my global connections and international partners. So that's number three. Number four, since in my case, I have still remained virtual and I've remained grounded, not flying around at the 80% level that I flew before the pandemic. I've been concerned because I know that my elite status on the airline has been paused, and I'm so happy to announce that United Airlines has informed me that they're extending my elite status for another year. And hopefully, that's all we'll need to break through enough of this pandemic that in my case, I can be back out on the road and flying to different locations to meet my clients again in person. So that I consider to be a blessing that that was extended, so I won't have to start from ground zero when I come back. Also this year, a couple of things happened on the personal side related to my church affiliation. Earlier in the year, I was asked to step into a new leadership role, and so I'm now leading our church prayer ministry. And what I have discovered about that is what a blessing. First of all, my partners in the prayer ministry are powerful people of God and who join God in his throne room and hear from God and talk to God about the situations that are going on in our world. So it's beyond just the church, but things that are going on with people all around us, and we're always interceding on behalf of others. I consider that a real privilege and a real blessing to have an opportunity to lead that particular group. And if you're out there and you know that you are a person who's needing some prayer, just drop me a note, drop me a line, let me know what you need prayer for, whether it's personal or for your business, and we will lift you up in prayer as well. I've always been a teacher of the adult Sunday school class. I'm part of a rotating team of teachers. We usually teach about a month at a time and continue to rotation. And I've continued teaching the adult Sunday school class and teaching it remotely, which was a little bit tricky because the majority of the class is there in person. 
And then there are a few people who are also remote with me. And you've noticed that a lot of the things I'm talking about in this list of 12 items involve a remote component. So those who may not listen often enough or do not know, because of health challenges, I have to be very careful and stay out of the public eye while the pandemic is still in place. And so I've had to be very creative and figure out ways to do things virtually. And even though our church does not necessarily have the most perfect system in terms of audiovisual equipment, we're still making it work as far as the adult Sunday school class and me teaching it virtually. Number seven on the list is that because of my medical status and at-risk status, as well as for some members of my family, I've recently been doing a lot of research about options during this time. What are some alternative ways that people can protect themselves? And I'm happy to say I have found many sources out there that are more on the alternative side that help to strengthen the immune system. And I'm in the process of developing a fact sheet That would help other people who may have a compromised immune system and who may not be the best candidates for the vaccine. And yet there are lots of things you can do that make a difference at this time. So be looking for that in the future. I will be sharing it publicly with you as well. And what I've been learning is I've been studying what's available that's not often talked about and what's out there. It's reinforced something that Psalm 139 says. It talks about us being fearfully and wonderfully made by God. So when we resource these bodies of ours with key nutrients, key food and supplements, we are able to jumpstart our systems to fire up our immune systems, and to be prepared even for elements out there that are health-threatening. So I'm glad about that as well. Number eight this year, we have been working for quite some time to fully launch our TV program, Dr. Karen Speaks Leadership. And some of you may be watching right now on Dr. Karen Speaks Leadership. I'm happy to say that Dr. Karen Speaks Leadership fully launched this year, and not only did it launch originally with monthly episodes, we are now doing weekly episodes on Dr. Karen Speaks Leadership. So if you have Amazon Fire, if you have Roku, then you're able to access Dr. Karen Speaks Leadership through Raven International Media. So hopefully you're watching as well as listening. And if not, that's another way that you can participate with me. So that's number eight, the expansion and the launch of Dr. Karen Speaks Leadership. Number nine, this year I also had the privilege to start some new research. This is a new research project of interviews with Christian executives who are working in non-Christian corporations. And what my intent is, is to find out what is their experience? What is their reality? What do they most need as far as resources to come alongside them in their leadership journey? And so coming up in the next year, you'll hear me talk about when different ones of those articles are ready and ready for you to receive and to read. So be looking for that. This is coming out of the research with the interviews 
with Christian executives. And alongside that is number 10, which is I'm also developing a new service for that target market. We have always been very involved in reaching out to people who are values-based corporations, specifically for those who are Christian-based executives, even though those executives are not in Christian organizations. And the reason I'm doing that is I believe that marketplace ministry leaders, and that's who Christians are in the workplace, we have an opportunity to create workplaces right now that are positive leadership venues for positive business results. And you've heard me say many times, positive leadership for positive business results to really create an environment where everyone can thrive and everyone can grow with the talents and the gifts that they bring to your organization. So I'm really excited about rolling out that new set of services and you'll hear more about that as well. When I think about Trans Leadership's original beginning and start more than 26 years ago now, the company was started based on Romans 12 2, which says in part, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. And what I believe is that we're walking into a new season of fulfillment of that original purpose and mission. As we're expanding now to really double down on Christian executives and others in the workplace who are still values-oriented in their perspective, I believe that more of what I think I'm called to do is going to come to fruition as we head into the next year. And I remember a really good friend of mine, in essence, prayed a prophecy over me many, many years ago. And she said, there's going to come a time when your business is going to fully line up with who you are. And I really think that I'm heading into that season now. Then the 12th thing I'd like to share with you is that this year was also exciting because I won two awards this year, unexpectedly, wasn't expecting to win two awards. But at the beginning of the year, I received a very prestigious award that I'm so excited about, which is the RHR International Excellence and Consultation Award. And if I think about my life's work and what I enjoy doing most, which is consulting with my clients to receive that award, it was such a joy. It was a highlight of my year to receive the RHR International Excellence and Consultation Award. Then if I fast forward all the way down to the latter part of the year, I've now received a second honor. And the second honor is I'm now being inducted into the APA Hall of Fellows. So starting in January of 2022, I will now be a fellow of the American Psychological Association, and that will be through my consulting psychology family of APA. So that's now APA-wide. That's an even broader honor than the first. So I'm delighted. I'm excited. And it just gives me even more inspiration to continue to serve you at the highest levels possible. So with all of that said, I want to give you just a preview of some things that are coming up in the next year. And I'll mention them in my New Year's message, and you'll probably hear them more than once. And that is the podcast is going to be changing and shifting a little bit. In the past, we've had podcast guests, generally speaking, about once a month. Occasionally, we might do two, but generally about once a month. And usually, 
the last week of the month. We are changing our podcast format. So we will have guests on the second week of every month and also on the fourth week. So that's now moving to twice. And that's going to be one show per week. And we're moving from two shows a week to one show per week on the weeks when we have guests. On the weeks when we don't have guests, we're still going to do two shows in those weeks. So that'll be the first week and the third week. And on months where there's a fifth week, that'll be the wild card week. And so no telling what we'll do. We may have a guest or we may not. That will probably vary. So look for some of those changes. We'll also put that out on our news feed and our email list. So if you want to be on the email list, just send a note to admin at transleadership.com and we can add you to the email list as well. Also, you will hear more about the new advisement service for Christian executives. That's going to be coming out next year. And as I already mentioned, the articles that I will be putting out that are going to be particularly relevant to those of you who are Christians in the workplace. So I say all of that to say we've taken this journey, the journey through vision in 2020 to impact in 2021 and forecasting to 2022. That will be the year of abundance. And that's where we're headed for 2022. So if you want to get your planning tool so you can plan next year, so that it's your best year yet, please remember to go to www.transleadership.com forward slash future for the planning tool. And if I can come alongside you and facilitate your success in any way, please remember to reach out to me. You may contact me at Dr. Karen, D-R period, K-A-R-E-N at transleadership.com, or you may phone at 719 719- Five three four zero nine four nine extension one. And I'd like to close today's segment with sharing a scripture from Proverbs, the 18th chapter and verse 10. And it says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. So no matter what's going on in our world, There's always something to be thankful for. God is always at work bringing to life newness for you, new things in the new year. And no matter what's going on, even of a challenging and difficult nature, our greatest safety is always in God's strong tower. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.